Yes, good evening listeners, I'm Pastor Moet Amos. We really want to thank God again for the opportunity he has given us to share the word of God with you listeners. As I told you that we are here this week, uh, tomorrow we shall again be here at the same time, Thursday, Friday. We are here to share with you the word of God. Yesterday you were here, you had the message, you had also the testimony of Brenda who came out of prison. Uh, today we have not come with them, but she might be with us on Friday. But we want to really thank God that Brother Joe yesterday shared a message that really brought many of you to Christ. Amen. And I want to give them opportunity for Pastor Emma to greet you, then I hand over to Brother Joe to share the word. Amen. Uh, good evening, listeners, and uh, welcome again to today's broadcast with our beloved Brother Joe. Uh, I will urge you again like yesterday Please take advantage of the word That the Lord has given unto us today And please act according to what is going to be said to you today In Jesus' name Amen Brother Joe, you're welcome To give us the message ah, Pastor Ramos, thank you And Pastor Emma, thank you It was a pleasure, brothers and sisters To share the word of God yesterday And to hear the testimony of Brenda um, it's, uh, it's really It shows the power of the Lord uh, she could be incarcerated for uh, eight years and uh, get saved in prison and uh, keep her faith and, and get out. And she's not out but a month and a half and she has a really good job. And uh, she didn't hold anything back. You know, she told them her, her story and um, she got a job. That, that's, that's the power of the Lord. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, all, all good things happen to the ones who love the Lord. So... With that, we'll, uh, we'll learn a little bit more of the Bible today. Pastor Emma, what are we reading first? Reading the book of Luke, chapter 13, verse 3 to verse 9. The word says, I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. All right, so I'm going to pause you there before we finish the next part of the passage. Um, repentance, we've learned, uh, even in the Webster Dictionary, it says literally to turn from your sinful ways, brothers and sisters. And this is how you receive the Holy Spirit. You first ask God for forgiveness. You believe that he died. Uh, Jesus died for your sins, was buried in a rose, and, uh, and that's a first step to salvation. You get baptized, that's a symbol. And he wants you to do that because he says, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you when you come up to meet the Father. So it is a good thing to get baptized and share openly to everyone that you are a born-again Christian. But And uh, Acts 2.38, uh, the Word tells us that uh, if you repent, you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says, if you do not have the Holy Spirit, you're not His. So it's very important to repent. Now, in this passage, it talks about... Pastor, can you read uh, verse 4 again? 
verse 4 says, Or those 18 on whom the tower of Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? Now I researched this uh, before we came, and it's this is the only place in the Bible that it talks about um, this tower falling and killing 18 people. It's the only thing we know about it. But what we can infer from this is God will will bear with you for a certain amount of time. He will, he's, he's long-suffering. The scripture says he's long-suffering. That means he's patient, okay? Our, 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 our earthly parents, when we uh, are disobey, we get spanked right then. We get punished right then. Thankfully, God is not like that. He, he, he lights like a rope and he lets it go and go and That's go right. and go. But at some point, if he sees in this particular case, there's no return. Mm-hmm. This this person is just not going to return or just never come to know the Lord. The tower fell on these people and killed them. All right. And so that's what he's talking about there. The first step to wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Remember, brothers and sisters, that's, right. that's in Proverbs. All right. Now we're going to read a parable and uh, it's on the same subject. Go ahead, Pastor. It is from verse 6 of the same book of Luke chapter 13. He says, He also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, Look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, Sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well. But if not, after that you can cut it down. All right. Now, the person who owns the vineyard here is Jesus. And uh, the person who's not bearing fruit is a believer. Okay? It is someone who's been to the altar, uh, asked the Lord for forgiveness, believes in Him, and has repented and received the Holy Spirit. But as the seed, uh, the parable of the seed, some fall on the thorns and get choked by lust and riches. Literally, the Holy Spirit is choked out of them. Uh, but God doesn't give up on them, just like the prodigal son, all right? God doesn't give up on them, but what? He doesn't give them forever. Now here Jesus, he tells the pastor, cut it down and throw it in the fire. That's hell, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. But the pastor says, no, please, Jesus, let me fertilize and water it for a year. Then if it doesn't bear any fruit, then cut it down. You see? So he'll give you an opportunity to repent again. He'll give you an opportunity to come back and bear fruit. Now, repentance, remember, is turning from your sins. Okay, That scripture I mentioned yesterday about willfully sin after you receive the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. That means that's a person, like a prodigal son or a daughter, who is saved, but then goes and find themselves perpetually sinning, continually sinning the way they were before they were saved. You see? All right? And that's when they stop bearing fruit. Now, bearing fruit, brothers and sisters, is doing the will of God. 
We all need to do the will of God to make it to heaven. Our goal is to have the mind of Jesus, and that was to please God and do His will. Now, to do His will is um, it's obedience. Uh, it's loving your neighbor. If he's uh, sick, if he's hungry, he has needs clothes, you help them. We learned yesterday, if they're in hospital or not in the prison, and you know that that person's in prison, go and visit them. You heard Brenda. Her mother came one time a year, but it was exciting to her. She was so happy. She said she would look at the gate every day and wonder who might come to see her. Yet not very many people came to see her. Right? So it's very important, brothers and sisters. If you have Jesus in your heart, that means you have the Holy Spirit. That means you have love in your heart because Jesus is love. And you will do all these things. But if you stop doing these things, that's when God's talking about cutting down the tree. We're going to read some more scriptures on it, and you'll understand even more. That's right. What's next, Pastor? Luke chapter 3, from verse 7 to verse 15, the word says, Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him. Pause. I, I, I apologize to interrupt, but I need to set the foundation here. This is John the Baptist. Uh, he's baptizing people into repentance. Yep. Go ahead. He says, Brood of vipers. Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now, the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, what shall we do then? He answered and said to them, He who has two tonics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. Then tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise the soldiers asked him, saying, And what shall we do? So he said to them, do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. All right, brothers and sisters. Now, this is a very powerful passage here. All right, and this explains what you need to do. Now, first off, he says, you need to bear fruit worthy of repentance. Okay? So, uh, you're bearing fruit worthy of repentance. That means you have to make, let's say you're a brand new Christian. You just went to the altar, but again... You haven't received the Holy Spirit. Everyone receives the Holy Spirit at a different time. When God feels you are worthy to receive it. When God feels that you have repented, worthy to receive the Holy Spirit. You see? And so he judges each one accordingly. Many are called, but few are chosen. All right? Not everyone that goes to the altar and asks God for forgiveness and believes ever receives the Holy Spirit. Those are all the people called. All right? Uh, James is very clear. It says, uh, "Faith without works is dead." All right, you can't you can't just believe. He says, "Even the demons believe and right. tremble." All right, so you have to repent, worthy to receive the Holy Spirit. That's right. Now, another way that means is, see, many people want to repent with their lips, or they want to repent ninety nine percent. All right. But God wants 100%. That's right. They want to hold back that one thing, okay? Maybe it's sex without marriage. Maybe it's drugs. 
maybe it's drinking. Uh, maybe it's foul language. Um, maybe it's actually stealing. Um, we don't know. Everyone has... The devil knows what to tempt you with. The nev devil knows what to go after you with. Right. But you have to give up your life. Uh, Ro um, Romans 12 says, You have to give your body a living sacrifice for him. And he gave his, his body a, a crucifixion for you and I, brothers and sisters. He didn't sin. He was, he was God himself come in human form. So that he could, it could be a righteous, real sacrifice. He had to have the pain of a human. That's why he came in that human form to die for our sins. But brothers and sisters, he didn't sin, right? Do not think that you do not owe the Lord something. Mm -hmm. He, you know, you can't, uh, you can't step on God. No, right? he's not going. He's not going to take this lightly. He wants you to give up your life for him, and that. That's our reasonable service. That's, That's right. what it says in Romans. It's our reasonable service to be a living sacrifice for him. That's right. Right? All right. So now what happens is, is the people wisely ask John. All right. So how do we repent worthy of uh, receiving? And so he says, uh, before that, he warns these, these people he calls vipers. That they're probably the Pharisees. They're puffed up. That's they're right. the leaders of the church. And they're all puffed up and they're saying, oh, well, we're in the line of Abraham. We don't have to do anything. That's like people saying, well, John 3.16, I don't have to do anything. Well, no, brothers and sisters. The original John 3.16 in King James and in New King James, it says, Pastor Emma, recite it for me. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Okay, brothers and sisters, should not perish. The deluded, the, the, the uh, books that come after that, mm -hmm. the, the ones that people like to read says, shall receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between should and shall. Mm -hmm. Should means you should know better to follow the Lord. Mm -hmm. You should know better to obey Him. Mm -hmm. Okay? And if you do, and you repent worthy of receiving that Holy Spirit, you will. And you'll be the chosen. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you. That's right. All right, so now it goes on. And he, and he tells those, though, that axe is at the tree. Remember the parable we're talking about. All right? God is ready to cut down the tree because it's not bearing fruit. All right? That's right. So once you get saved, you've got to continue to bear fruit. You have to continue in mm -hmm. repentance. Mm -hmm. You have to continue living for your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. And you'll get better and better at it. All right? That's right. Every time, because the Holy Spirit's in you. All right, once you get that Holy Spirit, you're going to get really powerful, and that devil will flee every time you rebuke him in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Because, brothers and sisters, he, the devil cannot stand the word Jesus. Mm -hmm. So you use that power and rebuke him in Jesus' name anytime you get tempted. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we move down and we see that um, uh, he gives an example. If you have two turnips, let him give to the one who has none. All right, now we're talking about bearing fruit here. We're talking about doing the will of God. We're talking about works. They're all the same thing. All right? If you have love in your heart, remember, brothers and sisters, right. you will help those people. Amen. If you want to receive that Holy Spirit, you need to change. You need to change and love people. Love your neighbors yourself and help them. All right? Yeah. Then he tells the tax collector, all right, well, collect only what is owed. You see, the tax collectors, and if you read the Bible enough, you find that the tax collectors really looked down upon. That's right. All right? And it's because what they would do is uh, if a person owed 50,000 shillings, they would charge 100,000 shillings and keep 50 for themselves. That's right. They were thieves. 
but simply as simple as that they were thieves so he's telling them you've got to be honest that's obeying the lord now the first part is showing the love helping your neighbor this part is obedience okay brothers and sisters yeah. the next one we go to um is uh, the soldiers that would be police officers soldiers um okay that's it uh do not intimidate anyone you know don't you know, um, in America, I don't know how it is here, but in America, sometimes the men of law, uh, they go overboard. Uh, they beat the people. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm sure it's all in, in all countries. That's right. Uh, I have a law enforcement background, and uh, I've I, I seen it firsthand, and some people just lose control. But he's telling you not to, okay? That's assault. That's, that's you know, that's, um, that's not being Christ-like, right? Okay, so not, er not everybody in law enforcement is bad. Right. Not everybody in law enforcement uh, uh, it, it abuses the power. But it always is saying is, be Christ-like and don't abuse the power. Okay? In other words, you're going to obey the Lord. And you're also going to show love and kindness. Even though, but you're still going to do your job. That's okay? Right. If a person is committing a crime, you're going to do whatever it takes to take that person down. Mm -hmm. Okay? All right, so now... What else it say? It says, don't intimidate anybody mm -hmm. and don't falsely accuse them, right? right? And be content. Uh, and be content with your wages. And that goes for everybody, That's brothers right. and sisters. You got to be content with your wages. Have your mind on heavenly things, not earthly things, okay? That's when greed comes in. God uh, or the devil will tempt people and they will lose that Holy Spirit and choke it out of them for greed, for mm -hmm. wanting to have more and more here on earth and god says no have your sights on heavenly things he came for the poor brothers and sisters mm -hmm. he didn't come for the rich the rich think they don't need god mm -hmm. all right they're puffed up and proud and they don't think they need god but when they go to see him it's going to be another thing mm -hmm. all right all right so now um <coughs> let's see what do we have next pastor Andrew? we have the book of romans Chapter 6, verse 19 and verse 22 to 23. He says, I speak in human terms because of the weaknesses of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. Verse 22. But now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. So before you were saved, if you're out there and you're not saved, you're a slave to the devil. You either serve the devil or God. You can't serve both. That's right. And... Um, but once you are saved and uh, you believe in him and you're working uh, to, to please him and do his will, you're a slave to God. And, uh, and he is, is your master. Okay? Right. And we give all glory to God. The scripture says give all glory to God. That means we take credit for none. That's right. All right? And that's being very humble. And he loves the humble brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. He says if you're not humble like a little child, you won't even make it to heaven. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, don't let pride get in the way either, okay, brothers and sisters? Amen. It will bring a lot of good people down. Um, you know, just examine yourself every day. We read the scripture yesterday. If you examine yourself, God won't examine yourself and chasten you mm -hmm. and punish you to bring you back, right? So examine yourself every day. 
make sure that you're doing everything right. Make sure you're continuing in repentance. That's right. Yes. All right, brother. What's next? Second Timothy chapter two, in verse twenty and twenty-one, the word says, "But in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master." Prepared for every good work. Amen. But that's our goal, brothers and sisters. We want to be prepared for every good work. That's right. Uh, the best way is to read the Bible. If you do not have a Bible, get one. I know Pastor Almost will try to help you get one. Uh, save your money, whatever it takes. You need the Word of God. You, right. you need to pray every day. He wants to hear from you. If you had a child only came to you when, when he needed something, how would you react? Okay, so don't just pray to God when you need something. Pray to God every day. Thank Him first. Thank Him for all the blessings He's given you. Pray that He keeps evil from you throughout the next 24 hours. That's keeping the devil away from you. That's right. All right? It covers all those areas, accidents, all kinds of things. And pray that He leads you out of temptation. Amen. All right? And then what? He wants to talk to you. How does He do that? You need to read the Bible. And he will talk to you by reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. And you talk to him by prayer. So pray up every day, brothers and sisters. And read the Bible every day. That's right. Keep the love of Jesus in your heart. And you will make it to heaven, no problem. Amen. Now what's next, Pastor? The book of James, chapter 2, verse 14 to verse 20. The word says, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith? but does not have works. Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Amen. So the, the word speaks for itself, brothers and sisters. Right. If, uh, uh, it just, it's, it's clear, it's crystal clear. All right? Faith alone is not going to get you to heaven. You have to work. You have to work for the Lord. You have to bear fruit. You have to do His will. Okay? That's obedience. That's showing love to your neighbor. Mm -hmm. Remember, if you love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, um, and strength, you, you're going to do whatever He says. You're going to worship Him. You're going to go to His church. You're going to praise His name. You're going to give Him all the glory. If you love your neighbor as yourself, you're not going to steal from Him. You're not going to commit adultery with His wife. No. You're not going to strike Him or hurt Him. You're not going to kill him. No. You see, if you just obey those two loving commandments that Jesus has given you, that's key to heaven. All right? You will keep the Holy Spirit and you will make it to heaven. Mm -hmm. All right, one more passage. I think we got room for one more yeah. scripture, Pastor. This First uh, John chapter 3 and verse 10, the word says, In these the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. 
Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. Okay, again, the word speaks for itself, brothers and sisters. You're either the devils or you're the Lord's. Nobody wants to be the devils. And so, but here it just says, whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. Righteousness is obedience, brothers and sisters. You've got to do it. You've got to be the best you can for the Lord. Now, nobody's perfect. Jesus is the only one that walked the earth perfect. He knows you're going to make a mistake. Okay? And but what? Thank God. Jesus died for your sins and we are washed with the blood of Jesus. Amen. We are sealed for the day of redemption. Amen. We are signed in the book of life. All right? Yeah. All right. But, so what we have to practice righteousness, right? right? And so continue to better yourself and please God and do his will, brothers Amen. and sisters. And uh, we will rejoice together in heaven someday. Now, if you're not saved today, or maybe you've backslid and been the prodigal son or prodigal daughter, I'm going to pass the mic over to Pastor Almos so he can lead you to salvation prayer. Amen. Thank you so much, brother, Joe, for sharing such a powerful message. Mm. And thank you, Pastor Emma, for reading. Listeners, you've heard the word of God very clearly. Amen. The Lord desires each one of us to repent. That's right. Because we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm. And the only way we can be put right with God is by repentance. Mm. Us acknowledging that we have sinned and we welcome Jesus Christ in our lives. Amen. And when Jesus comes into your life, you don't remain the same. No. Jesus, when he comes into your life, he comes with his divine nature, mm. his power that gives us grace mm. and power to overcome sin, to overcome evil. Mm. I want to lead you in this prayer. He simply accept Christ to, be, to come into your heart. Amen. You can say, dear Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart. Mm. May you come in May you be my savior. Mm. I ask you to forgive me mm. and wash me with your blood. Amen. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Mm. Lord, I confess that you are my savior and you are my Lord. Mm. I ask you to write my name in the book of life. Mm. I also ask you, Lord, to send the Holy Spirit to come into my heart. Mm. I've opened the door. Come in and be my Lord, and be my Savior. Let the Holy Spirit help me and lead me and guide me until I reach where you are. I want to thank you, Father, that today I am saved. Today I have accepted you. You are my Savior, and you are my Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let me now pray for you, listeners. 